McCown takes the snap. He steps up. He's all by himself. Fires into the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! No! No! The Cardinals have knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs. Now I know y'all be loving touchdown right here. IMP, Biscuit is right here. People in the house put their hands in the air. Cause if you don't care, then we don't care. One, two, three, times two, two to six. Charge up for your fix of the Limp Biscuit mix. So when the you went up, shut the fuck up and back the fuck up while we distract up. Kings of the North. Minnesota Vikings crying on the field. It's Kings of the North. Oh, yeah. We're back. Rob with an H here with Professor Pigskin. Uh, skull? And the BK. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's good to be with you. We've got a lot to talk about. Big this week. week. This Big week. a huge week. Yeah, not really. I mean, our team's lost. That's not much. Be, not list. not much to be gained from that. So, uh, well, this has been Kings of the North. See you guys next week. Yeah, good episode. Mine's gained ground this week. <laughs> tight NFC North. First time all season. That's right. We got close the gap. Yeah, slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, let's head to the bar and let's oh, let's get let's through everything. Obviously, the we're going to talk about the Aaron Rodgers COVID. Debacle. Situation. Situation. Fiasco, we'll call it a situation. Disaster. It's um, not It's not a disaster. It's the Hindenburg. It's yeah, the Hindenburg. <laughs> oh, the humanity of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about that in the second segment. Okay. Because it deserves its own segment. We're going to focus on football things. like we always do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but first, we're going to head to the bar. Mm. Yeah, I think shots are in order for everybody. Yeah, you know, that's it. Yeah, specifically so, plural shots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's hope you don't have an allergic reaction to <laughs> shots. Um, well, let's this talk is about my life now, isn't it? Yeah, let's talk about the Vikings. <laughs> Vikings go down uh. in dramatic fashion once more. Ooh. Have they had a non-dramatic game this year? You know, that's the nice thing. We've, we've played eight games. Seven of them have been within, like, a score uh, down to the last second. The only one that hasn't was been when we kicked the shit out of Russell Wilson, that son of a bitch. Mm. Yeah. I can I can jump on board with that. Yeah, and that ruled. I saw something that the Vikings were up a touchdown or more in, in all of their losses. <laughs> yeah, like, it's insane. <laughs> um, I, I don't even... I I don't even know what like clever drinks to order for Vikings fans at this point. It's like you kind of run out of like like funny or not that funny, but attempting to be funny drink orders when like every game is like, the same. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like this is the third time this year that like we've had like no turnovers, forced multiple turnovers, had like a fourth quarter lead, and like somehow oh, lost. Double it's, digit. <laughs> double digit fourth quarter lead. Yeah, it's yeah. no turnovers. Yeah, we had oh. a, we had a kickoff return. We had, we forced a turnover in overtime. Oh. Like, like if you look at like the list of everything the Vikings did in this game, you would be like, oh yeah, so they probably won like kind of comfortably. You know, ten points. Yeah, like and yeah. it's like now we lost. Um, Professor, I have a drink for you, and for every Vikings fan who's going to continue watching games this year. God. Um, 
So let me set the scene. You walk into your neighborhood liquor store, and sure. a couple of years ago they started doing this with this big like tub of, their, of, of oh. things called fuzz balls. Oh yeah. You know those guys? <laughs> sure. So what you're gonna this I'm giving you a tub of fuzz ball. And then you just reach in and grab one. Because you never know what you're going to get watching this team. Yeah. Like, with each drive, you don't, like, it it could be like, oh, you know, eight plays, Kirk looks fantastic, you score a touchdown, and then the next three drives are, like, three and outs and a fumble. Yeah. I think what drives me insane, and (laughs) I guess that's a loaded statement right there. You should go in a direction. Um, One of the many things currently driving me um, is that, I got a bad mouth Zimmer here, and, it, and, and it's okay. it's hard it's hard for me to come to this. I like him. I've liked him for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's this your feels first, that's the first mistake. It feels like a big like I'm turning my back on him a bit. But I think he's turning his back on finally me. seeing things clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've, I've had clouded vision. I've only really seen half of Zimmer, but I can, I can see it all now. He he still thinks that this is a top five defense and like coaches oh. like it is. And it's not. And I don't fully blame him for that. I mean, we've, we've missed on a lot of draft picks. We haven't fully reloaded. Um, you know, he doesn't have the horses anymore. He's doing a good job with what he has as far as, like, running the defense. But it's not a top-five defense anymore. But he has this idea where, like, we got, like, a seven-point lead, so we can just, like, run the the, 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 run the clock, clock out, down right? and play good defense to yeah. win. Yeah, that's not, that's not this team. That's not even how it necessarily works when you have an elite Anymore. Right, it, especially like in the third quarter. Like oh, the best way to run the clock down is to get a first down. The best way to get a first down is to pass. Like that's mm-hmm. just how it works. And that leads to scoring. Right. That's how football is played. You know, you I'm not yeah. even a stats guy, and even I know if you keep getting football first downs, you're gonna score. Um, the Vikings continue to lead. Speaking of insanity, they continue to lead the league <laughs> in second and long running. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was actually watching uh, watching the game with uh, a couple of message board bros. I went oh, down wow. uh, Apple Valley Andy. I actually did some I did some sets with him in his basement. Uh, it was chest day. Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta check you his. You didn't way. invite me. Yeah. Wow. It, it was trail. It was for serious lifters only. These Whoa. <laughs> uh, any, anywho, I was watching with him in Baldy, and um, yeah, Baldy. Uh, he makes a mean dip, and um, um, but. I kept on like calling like, oh, the second and ten, we're gonna run here, and then we kept on doing it. And they're like, how do you like know that? And it's like, because we always fucking do it. Like, like it's insane. It it's doesn't one, work. It's one thing if like you want to spring it as a surprise, you know, late in the season, but that only works if you haven't been doing it I all know. season long. It's like team scout, and like this is a very obvious tendency, and it's it's our running game is not even that strong right now too because we're continuing to run up the gut where we're the worst at. Like, we actually have, like, good tackles, for finally, but our, our center and our guards suck dick. Everything's awful. Um, and, like, we don't trust Kirk. It's like, why, why pay a quarterback all that money if you're not going to actually like, let him play football? Mm. Uh, you know, we have two good receivers. Like, it doesn't matter. It's sort of Tyler Conklin every play. I will say that fourth down throw to Jefferson for the touchdown, pretty cool. That, that, that was fucking sick. Um, I love that. And that's, like, that's what we can do. We can do stuff like that. We used to. Last year, we threw a lot of deep balls. We don't do that shit anymore. It's like, that's Why our do you one. Why think that is? Why do you think the play calling yeah, let's, is let's, so frustrating? Let's analyze this for a moment. I mean, it's it's easy to blame Clint Kubiak, so I will. Um, Good. I mean, you, you can say, well, Zimmer, like, puts, like, the, the brakes on the offense, right? But Zimmer was a head coach the last two, three years, and we were running a lot of play action, and we were throwing deep a lot. 
you know? So it's, uh, maybe this all of a sudden decided to change it, but like the variable that changed is the opposite coordinator. So it's easiest to blame him, I guess. Hell yeah. Um, I like that. Would you fire him right now? Zimmer? Would you fire Zimmer? Kubiak, Kubiak. I, I would what has to change? I, I'd fire Kirk. Kubiak yesterday. Um, I, I think I think Zim deserves a chance to like, coach out this season, um, or at least like a little bit longer. He's been here for a long time, and he's done some good things. You know, if you want to get rid of him, like with a couple games left, if you could kind of decide it. But I think it is. I think like a midseason firing is too soon for Zim. Yeah, um, but at least what three, four more losses before you do that. Right, right. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they might be coming here pretty soon. Uh, the way this team's playing. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, the Vikings have played three teams with losing records and beat them all. Played five teams with winning records and lost to them all. So we can't use the MO with the Vikings. Yeah, no, we're, we're just like perfectly average. Which so is like get that nice twentieth. Yeah, that nice like twentieth overall pick. It's gonna be beautiful. Yeah. yeah. At this point, my my last question is: At this point, we declared a lost season and start uh, playing the race at the bottom. It, it is starting. It's starting to get that. I'm not like a hundred percent there, but I'm like my foot is in the water. Yeah. I'm feeling yeah. the water. It, I'd be. So I'd it doesn't be, seem that bad. I'd be careful on that, still, Professor. Remember, we've got that seventh spot, and there's a lot of NFC teams with five losses. Yeah. There's a ton of them. Yeah. I mean. I guess like it is so devious. There's so many like keeping him on the hook. Like your this. chance of making the playoffs is still at least fifty percent. <laughs> oh, I'd say it's over. Honestly, over fifty percent. Man, when we're up, percent. when we're up two touchdowns in the second <laughs> half. Like, okay, okay, big win. Yeah. I, I can't help myself. If you give me an inch, I'll take the whole yard. And, like this team can't like just be respectful and just like shut me out. Be respectful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're if you're gonna be bad, state. just be bad. Yeah, they're toying with me. Yeah, they are. They're, they're like an ex who just won't stop texting you. That hasn't happened very often. And mostly it's been the other way around. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean I've heard of this phenomenon and it's unpleasant, but now I know what it's like. Vikings are texting you like you up. You up <laughs> <laughs> you up and it's like Ooh, I am up. Ooh, boy, I don't have anything else going. Yeah, sure. Alright, uh, any other thoughts on the Vikings debacle? Fuck! <laughs> pretty much pretty much sums it up right there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Alright, uh, from one pathetic performance to another, uh, Packers go down to the Chiefs 7-13. to <laughs> I watched most of this game. This was one of the worst football games I've seen in quite a while. On both sides. On both sides, yeah. yeah. Just riddled with incomplete passes and penalties. Defensive slugfest, if you will. Um, okay, that's a one. The elite Packers defense shutting down Kansas City, uh, Patrick Mahomes, the <laughs> Chiefs. Man, I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs. They, they're weird, man. They, here's what it is. is they spent a lot of money on a running back and they didn't resign their wide receivers. Um, Besides Hill, they don't have like a lot of receivers anymore. Wow. Well, I'm going to start by buying myself a drink for this one. And... Uh, I'm going to give myself a hand up IPA. Uh, my hand up. This is my fault that the Packers lost this game. Wow. Okay. Um, because I didn't watch this game. First game all year I haven't watched. Um, and clearly, Aaron Rodgers, no Aaron Rodgers. If I don't watch the game, they're going to lose. So that's my bad, Has guys. That's been consistent throughout your entire. Um, I believe so, actually, yes. You were. I watched that it? one, yeah. Okay. So I was there right next to you, <laughs> laughing with glee. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, this one was my fault. As an owner, I uh, prioritized um, 
you know, other things. You weren't there for Jordan Love. Clearly, yeah. I, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, the much ballyhooed debut. <laughs> well, okay. I think it's interesting because we were talking about this actually on the Discord before, saying what type of stat line is Jordan Love going to have. And Chad from Oshkosh was about 20 yards away from nailing yeah. it. Yeah. The 190 yards. Let's just start getting our Packers analysis from him. One touchdown, one interception. And honestly, I place this way more on Matt LaFleur than Jordan Love. He had no answer. He didn't run the ball at all. And when they did, they would get like 10, 15 yards every single time. But they just decided not to do that. Chiefs blitzed him every, like all out. Yeah, they dared him. So did you say they got 10 to 15 yards in every running play? Pretty much. It was last. It seemed like there was a tension between wanting to see. Again, I didn't Jordan. watch this game, Professor, so <laughs> you'll have to bear with me. <laughs> Seems like they wanted to give him chances to kind of show what he had. And that's. Uh, it, it, uh, it, Matt LaFleur talked about it after the game, too. He's like, yeah, I, I screwed up. That was my bad. Like, he, he didn't call a very good game plan. The defense played well. The special teams were abysmal. Yeah. Um, two missed field goals and. Mason Crosby. Two missed field goals, well, a missed field goal, a blocked field goal, and then a muff punt, which basically gave the Chiefs three points. Yeah. Those three things don't happen. Packers win this game 13 10. I mean, yeah, okay. Very possibly. Very possibly. So uh, it, 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 was, it was a situation you get a new quarterback in, everyone has to play their, you know, at least the game, and it felt like the only people that did were the defensive line. I gotta say, Deep Cake, mine is like uh, an official gripe. He sounds a lot like me right now. Yeah, yeah. Finally, yeah. after a loss, we're hearing a lot of excuses. Yeah, it seems like four special finger teams points didn't happen. <laughs> we would have won. Like I know that game, bro. Yeah. And that's actually why I want to order you and all of Packer Nation uh, a shot. No, I'm sorry. Actually, a mixed drink, um, a cocktail. Uh, we don't do shots. It's gonna be uh, UV grape and some grape soda. I want you to drink a lot of purple uh, here, because honestly. <laughs> I was watching this game. Reminded me a lot of um, some Christian Ponder led Vikings teams that sure. had uh, some good defenses. Um, could like get a decent like, uh, yard per carry from the running game, but the running game wasn't enough to like carry the offense by itself. Sure. And just seeing the quarterback drop back and just like desperately heaving it to one receiver over and over, not reading the field. Well, Sometimes scampering around a little bit with some. You didn't have a chance to read the field. It felt like because they were like again they they sent zero zero blitz every single time. Yeah, and and he couldn't handle the pressure. He couldn't handle the blitz. Like Rogers. Wild. So and, and so so um, Chad from Oshkosh sent in a voicemail. We'll play in the next segment here, so you might have a chance to respond. Uh, but he was saying like, well, it's not his fault because he's being pressured. But like they wouldn't be zero blitzing Aaron Rodgers that much, right? Because Rodgers knows how to beat a blitz. True. Right? So, like, the fact Media that he was blitz. under pressure is because, like, he couldn't, like, get the ball out against, like, a zero blitz when you should have, like, somebody open. You're not making any sense to me, Professor. Right. All quarterbacks can get the ball out against a blitz. I've been watching football for 31 yeah. years of my life. Every quarterback I've seen play for the Packers can <laughs> just Yeah, that's how it works. It. That's how it works. Um, I don't understand. Like, you're saying that there are quarterbacks that you start that won't be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you gotta. I don't know whether I'm like, like happy to hear that or just like I feel like I'm watching like a child lose its innocence, and yeah. it's just kind of heartbreaking. It's like telling me Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah, it's like I thought I would cherish this moment, but it's actually kind of making me sad. <laughs> yeah. Like I was happy to like verbal meme here. I'm like the the military man with the knives and the bombs in his back protecting oh, sure. you as you sleep. 
that was me rooting for Christian Ponder while you had like mm-hmm. um, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I feel like that moment slipping. Uh, I want to give three quarterbacks, and you tell me which one you think will have the best career. Okay, young quarterbacks, I assume. Well, well, okay, let's see. First is uh, Jordan Love. Okay. Second, Justin Fields. And third, Mr. Biscuit. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. The best career of those three. Obviously, wow. Mitch's career is floundering uh, a little bit. Well, he, here's why I want to. Why is no one? NFL. Why is no one asking Mr. Biscuit about his COVID vaccination? That's what I want to know. Because no one gives a shit about double standard. Um, who's gonna have the best career? I mean, Mitch made the playoffs. I'm going to say, I'm going to say just the fact that the other two were for, were quarterbacking for the Bears that will ruin them. So I will say Jordan Love, Ooh. knowing that he may not have greatest career, but it's going to be better than those two because my, the Bears will ruin them. My question is, um, Jordan Love. I mean, Justin Fields is kind of the he's the appointed quarterback. He's certainly going to be starting. I mean, Jordan Love. I mean. Is he, he going to start again next year? I mean, is the that that's what I'm guessing is the plan? Yeah, I mean, if, if Rogers is kind of he kind of restructured his contract where he get out pretty assuming if, he wants to. if we assume the Packers trade Rogers this offseason, which is kind of what the narrative is right now, um, the then theoretically, yeah, Jordan Love starts next season. So, regardless of his performance, one day. One day right. against in a hostile crowd against a good de- a good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead Honestly, and say Mr. Biscuit. Ooh, you think he's coming back or is start, it, 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 no, so Josh, oh, enough, Josh so Allen goes down and Mr. Biscuit takes yeah. the reins, leads them to a Super Bowl? Yeah. I would yeah, be but, so on board for that actually. That's just great. based upon his current body of work, which is a great body. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, wow. Um, I kind of blindly decided Justin Fields was good earlier in the offseason, so I have to kind of stick yeah. on my take. Um, otherwise, I'm a bit coward. I do think he is a great prospect and has all the tools to be a competent alpha quarterback, but he plays sure. for the Bears. Let me give you the, the playbook here. I'm rooting for Jordan Love here. Oh, he's mobile. Okay, that's nice. Okay. You know, he, he's got he's got a big arm. You know, when, True. when he, he can throw it deep. Um, and, and, like, hey, he made a couple of good throws. You build on that and get better. Those are that's the, the three things you got to say. That's the playbook. I'm pretty sure I said all three of those watching the highlight. Film yeah, I said that night. for like three years watching Tavares Jackson. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, so that's the playbook. So it sounds like you're already up to speed. In fact, it's it's quick. It's amazing how quickly you can like pick up these kind of skills. It's very very quick. I guess you've been around me for a long time. Yeah, so. I learned from the worst. Yeah. All right. I mean, any other thoughts this week? I mean, the Bears are playing as we're recording, but they're going to lose. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. Um, um, really quick, just in general, the NFC was horrible today. Yeah. So it feels like, with all, of, even though yeah, our both our teams lost, it almost felt like nothing really changed. Yeah, yeah. Titans beating the Rams was good for your Packers. Well, Arizona won, which wasn't ideal, but other than that, everything went pretty well. Uh, my last question, and then we'll move on. Um, NFC North, which team do you think is the, I mean, who do you root for? It seems like every fan base for each NFC North team is just in a really bad spot right now. You could be a Packers fan and you're rooting for anti-vax 
Aaron Rodgers, who you know is going to be gone after this year, could be a Vikings fan, which we all know yeah, is just, just, you awful. know, I would have had it. Lions. Uh, <laughs> the only you know, team without a win. Only team chasing history. <laughs> and then the Bears, who, you know, are, you know, again, if they're going to be bad, you want to be awful like the Lions. Yeah. At least the Lions have, you know, The Bears picks. are just so inept. Yeah. But they do just enough to win a couple games, which right. is awful. And at least the Vikings' losses are entertaining. Yeah. You know, Honestly, I would say this. If, if I were to, like, just come in, I think being a Vikings fan sounds like a lot of fun. You get to watch a lot of fun, fa- fun good games, really go down the wire. You know, you uh, get your money's worth of me. <laughs> oh, my sweet summer child. <laughs> I have a lot of emotions, so we'll put it that way. Yeah, it seems like you're just flooded by emotions. <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's a rough time for the support, I'd say. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to debut a new segment that we decided it was appropriate to debut, um, given all this Aaron Rodgers Situation. The situation. Um, next up, Kings of the North investigates. Yes. This is going to be something special. So come back with us. back on Kings of the North. Hey, old. You know, we uh, we joke around a lot. We have fun on this podcast. But, uh, we've each taken the last three weeks to put our uh, investigative skills to use and really figuring out what was going on with this Aaron Rodgers situation, quote-unquote. Um, I think we all have to start on findings. Okay. Um, first, uh, this all kicked off with, and this was all after we recorded last The day week. after we recorded. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty thoughtless of him to not respect the recording yeah. schedule like that. Um, so, first news comes out that Aaron Rodgers has COVID. Tested positive on Wednesday. And then the news comes out that he is unvaccinated. Yeah, basically the idea is if you are vaccinated, you can theoretically play within a couple days, you get two negative tests. Um, but that wasn't even an option, which meant the only thing is that by the league of the league's ruling, Rodgers is unvaccinated. Yep. And then um, the clip started circulating around of Rodgers in like August or something. He was asked point blank, "Are you vaccinated?" He said, "Yeah, I'm immunized." Immunized. Immunized. Correct. Yeah. Which is um, an interesting wording. I don't think anyone really picked up on the t- at the time. Like, why did he choose? They mean the same thing, so. But your point is fair there, Rob. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly seemed like a uh, a deliberate choice of word for him. Snake. Yes. Um, and then he goes on the Pat McAfee show, and that's when things really got interesting. I I tried to listen to the entire interview with John. 
it was unbearable. I picked up a few clips. Uh, first, he set the tone by. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> I like the alliteration. Cancel culture. Casket. Yeah, you I think it was a all case? Like the kiss casket? <laughs> yeah. Cancel culture casket all with case? Maybe. Yeah, is he uh, is he signaling he's part of the KKK? Oh. Many people are wondering. Rusty These are classic. Oh. This, this, <laughs> I think from the Apollo yeah. Theater. This is, this is KOT and Investigates at work right here. We're kind of putting this together live. Slowly but surely. Yeah. Um, from there, um, he kind of gave, so he, he talked a little bit about himself. God damn it. Critical thing. Yeah, big time. He does march to the beat of his own drum. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's no, no doubt there. Yeah. And then he started going uh, on the attack. Critical thinker. On the attack from the media, the NFL. I think that was in response to the NFL's protocols. Yes. He felt that he was being. I believe at one point he called it a witch hunt, witch hunt to uh, out the to out unvaccinated players. Draconian measures <laughs> in the NFL. Draconian. Yeah. Wow. Which yeah. like I hear that and I'm like, ooh, dragons. That's a cool. Yeah. 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 It sounds cool. And then you read what it is. Oh, like, there's no dragons in here. Oh, I thought it was a reference to the Seattle Dragons. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Oh. Is, is he is he signaling that he's going to play there next year? Oh. That would be. Bad. That, would, investigate, so. that would be. Sam. Yeah. Uh, and then he went on to talk about some of the um, methods that he had used. Um. <laughs> yeah, so it must Homeopathic be measures. It must be good. Yeah. I mean, he's a critical thinker, and I'm sure he did his research. He went on to say that he, I didn't get any part of him. And I've got other clips about him insulting Joel Kogan. <laughs> but I don't want to. Uh, and he's taking ivermectin. And yeah, taking the horse pace. Yeah, and uh, quoted MLK, which you know, <laughs> check that box. It was. It literally was the uh, proverbial bingo card of anti-vax speech. Yeah, this like it was. Oh, I got it. He's didn't like, even need the free space. Like we got it down down the side. He part. claimed that he had that one of the NFL doctors had told him that it is impossible to get COVID if you're vaccinated or spread it. Yeah, or spread it. And the NFL came back with a pretty uh, strongly worded rebuttal saying, like, he never talked to any of our doctors. And yeah. if he did, they wouldn't have told him that. <laughs> so, not sure who to leave there. Did he call, like, the person who wants to talk to the team the quack? Yes. Like, this, this doctor's a quack. My homeopathic team and Joe Rogan, they know what's up. This doctor, though, yep. quack, quack, quack. Yeah. So, Quite the um, spectacle, not yeah. gonna lie. So, <laughs> I mean, any just sort of thoughts on uh, the saga that we experienced uh, before we get into our own investigations. I'll, I'll, I'll touch on briefly because I know you got a lot to say, so I just want to get a, two things in. A quick one, 
Um, when I, I saw a Twitter that had like a lot of his quotes in it, and I assumed it was like satire at first, because I was like, oh, like, no yeah. way you talk to Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, like, no way. Like, they're, they're just doing like all the super insane right wing talking points. Like, Rogers isn't like a, a crazy dipshit like that. Turns out he's a crazy dipshit like that. And honestly, I was feeling pretty down last week. Um, that, that Cowboys loss really hit me hard. Sure. I went to yeah. two Wolves losses in a row. You guys know, I was, it was bad. It was really bad. Um, and um, I didn't know how I was going to climb out of the hole. And Rodgers, it was kind of like you a hand. It's kind of like you know a fourth down hell mary to win the game, except for my my heart instead of the Packers. And uh, he really, he really got the job done. I, he was the defender that you know pushed off in the, in the end zone, kind of thing. Yeah, pulled it through the flag. Mm -hmm. I just I have to thank him so much. He brought me so much joy last week when I needed it. And just thank you for being like, thank you, Rod, Derek Rogers. I love you. I guess my only thought is, um, it seems like not just in sports, but in celebrities, certain uh, people just never get told that they're wrong. Yeah. And that's sort of yeah. That I mean, that's basically been Packers Twitter for the last you know ten years or whatever. There's a phrase I heard about Kyrie Irving who has some similar thoughts mm -hmm. yeah. that uh, he's a contrarian without a cause. <laughs> and he just uh, he wants to be this sort of and you know, sort of relishes the role of being an iconoclast and just uh, this is what happens when you're you go through your life and everyone's looking up at you and no one wants to tell you tell you no and everyone's like, Oh yes sir, Aaron, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not that surprised. We all knew he was a sociopath. So really quick before we get into this, because Look, as as a, as a Packer fan, I've gone through some rough times. As a Vikings fan, sure. Professor, you've gone through rougher times. Sure. Rob is a Lions fan. <laughs> you've, you've gone through times, let's say. Um, this might have been the single worst three-day stretch of my life. Packers life. Yeah, um, Packers are your life. That was like just the I don't I'm I'm not a hateful person. I don't I, I, I tend to get really angry and then it moves on and stuff. I for three to four straight days I was seething with rage. Like I could not handle it. Uh, impacted everything, my sleep, my lifting, my sex life. It's all been down the drain ever since. Um, and uh, it's just been like I genuinely thought that Aaron was like a smart dude. Because he comes yeah. like, he does come off that way. You know, conceited and yeah. maybe a little bit of an asshole. I would say sure, that it's not smart. Just intelligence plus narcissism. Sure. This is what it leads to. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, smart people can be wrong too. They're just wrong in like more spectacular ways. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 So, it but it's just spectacular. It was one thing when he, you know, was on the COVID list and stuff, but that interview on Friday was just... Just he doubled down. Like, he could have easily said, yeah, I was allergic to two of the drugs and didn't want to get the third one, and uh, I, you know, but... <laughs> yeah. It could have been a five-minute so thing where he just said... He, it could have been a five-minute <laughs> yeah. thing. He says, I was allergic to things. Everybody knew of my status. I've taken measures to protect myself and others. Done. Yeah, he did so not like. You, you don't have to go on this forty-minute rant, right? Like I don't. Uh. Yeah, and like and like here's the thing. Like I know deep in my heart that like Kirk probably believes like like 
with like most of the things Roger says, Kirk Cousins is probably like, at yeah, sympathize. Great point. Yeah, you know he's probably they're probably like eighty percent aligned at least. You know he Kirk has a little God stuff thrown in there that Aaron doesn't. Maybe right? worse. Um, <laughs> but like Kirk was at least like smart enough to be like. You know, it was a personal choice, and I don't want to talk about That's it. That's all you have to say. And, and That's like, all you have to say. And he got skewered for that. And the Rodgers just was like, "No, I'm gonna one up this shit." I'm gonna quadruple down on all of this. Yeah. Joe <sighs> It was one thing when he was talking about homeopathic uh, stuff, yeah, and I was like, "Okay, you know, like, mm, not great, but like." And then he start, and then he brought up Joe Rogan, and that was just so yep. fucking. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is also friends with Alex Jones? Mm. It's like they run in similar circles. You so know, they're adjacent. This is the interesting thing too, because this brings us back. Let, let's be honest; as all conversations do, bring us back to Danica. Um, ah. When you take, you know, you step back and you see this Shailene Woodley, you know, person that Aaron has as- associated himself with. Who like eats clay and doesn't shower for months on end? Sure. Like, there's no way she's getting the vaccine. That's for sure. Right. Uh, you notice that uh, Roger's grooming habits have gotten way worse. It's gotten way worse. His hair looks greasy. Terrible. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like, so you're saying you're blaming Shailene Woodley, but my investigations also point at Danica, who is really into crystals. Should we get into our investigations? Yeah. Why now? don't Why don't we get into this? Set the mood a little bit. AOTN investigates. Ooh. All right. <laughs> so I, um, I did some digging this week. I'm going to need a bunch of shots or something. Beers for you only. Sure. <sighs> no shots for Packers fans. Yeah, you take the shots because Aaron won't. <laughs> shots for Aaron? <laughs> Let me take all the shots and die upon this cross for his sense. <laughs> Protect Aaron. Um, uh, so I, I did some deep dive investigations, you know. Um, yeah, the, the, I started with the simple stuff, right? Shailene Woodley eats clay. Danica loves crystal healing. Sure. You know, that stuff's all there. Um, but I had to dig a little bit deeper. Because mm. as you guys know, Aaron Rodgers has been looking rough these days. He's been looking Haggard. real rough. Um, Haggard, I think. Haggard, yeah. yeah. Like, the hair is kind of green and disheveled. But, like, what I've noticed is, like, his face. His face. It's like, old. And suddenly, like, it wasn't, he didn't look that old that, like, even last year, I felt like he didn't look that old. Um, what could cause something like that? Um, mm. So, so uh, I mean, we're in the war room, but I have a lab in the corner, um, and uh, a couple textbooks, and I kind of hit it, and I was trying to figure things out, and I suddenly remembered Aaron Rodgers, what is he? A narcissist. Uh, and so you look at, he wants to be the greatest Packer of all time. Sure. Right? And he looks back, and he sees all sorts of big names. He's like, well, Probably I'd have better passes stats than than um what's his fucking name um Bart Starr yeah but who hasn't he surpassed the Golden Boy um, Paul Horny Paul Horny <laughs> the Golden Boy uh, you know this kind of do it all everything and he's thinking like I can be more golden than the Golden Boy and and so Roger she's a smart guy and he's, yeah, he starts thinking that and I think I'm in his brain here so I can sure. kind of like emulate right. his thoughts yeah, I trust right? him and he's like well gold is impure and I need to be more pure gold. Uh, than the golden boy. And you know what purifies gold? A mixture of nitric and hydrochloric acid. Wow. <laughs> um, and so, my guess is, unless I missed my guess, and I don't think I have, uh, I suspect he's been treating himself lightly with some hydrochloric and nitric acid, kind of a, like maybe like mixing it with some water and some soap and kind of like 
lathering his face with it uh, to purify himself. And that's what kind of causes like aged, haggard look. Mm. Um, and it, it's my suspicion that in addition to the clay he's eating, he's probably kind of swilling a little of this acid as well. Sure. Um, to try to like, you know, like acid eats away at things, right? So it will eat away at the vaccine. That makes right? perfect sense to me. And so, sure. so that that is my suspicion that Aaron Rodgers is dosing with hydrochloric and nitric acid. Wow. Oh, that is, it's all coming together. Hmm? Where, where am I wrong? <laughs> It, it makes a lot of sense. He does look like shit. I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. Um, oh man. I I did my own investigation. Sure. And I think I found an absolute bombshell Whoa. here. Um, we all know that the uh, COVID has become increasingly politicized from vaccines. Sure. Yeah, Aaron made sure to note that <laughs> by taking um, by taking this hardline stance against the. Culture and mm -hmm. COVID mandates. Smart. Draconian. Yeah, the draconian Aaron Rodgers is positioning himself for a presidential campaign run oh. in 2024. They will begin after this season. Mm -hmm. And I found some of uh, some of who his potential cabinet would be. Wow. So <laughs> no. I'll give the position. No. I'll give the position, and you tell me. Um, you tell, this, by the way, this, he's going to be running as a uh, not a Republican, not a Democrat. Third he'll party. Be, he'll be launching the Critical Thinker Party. <laughs> wow! Damn. Finally, yep. That's what America so needs. Who do you think uh, Aaron Rodgers' vice president would be? Uh, Clay Matthews. I think Clay Matthews on the cabinet somewhere. That's a really good. That's a really good guess. Uh, John Kuhn. Oh, Red Far. Oh, <laughs> no. oh man. Had to run a gunslinger. <laughs> okay. As a running mate. Yeah, I guess they have kind of a fire and ice personality. Sure, you want someone who, who fills the gaps you don't. Like, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a lot of that, like, hillbilly appeal. Yeah. Yeah. The working man. Yeah. yeah. Barb has that. Big yeah. Aaron is not comfortable in regulars. No, no. Uh, the cabinet. Um, the Secretary of Transportation is ex, Danica Patrick. Who else we got here? Um, Secretary of Veterans Affairs, who better than Roger Goodell, yeah. mm. step down. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Respect the troops. Yeah. The infrastructure. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, the Secretary of Commerce, Jake from State Farm. Ah. <laughs> man, he's you. Yeah. He's been cultivating this for years. Yeah, he? he's been yeah. systematically building all these relationships. This is a, a deep state grassroots campaign. Yep. Uh, Secretary of Health and Human Services. Oh, this is Clay. Yeah, it's got to be Clay. No? No? Mike McCarthy. Oh. <laughs> of course. Massages for everyone. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Part of everyone's health care benefits now. <laughs> okay. okay, all right. <laughs> Coming around. Uh, the Secretary of Defense. Now, this is going to be more of an honorary position. Uh, <laughs> I think we know who this is going to. In memoriam, Reggie White. Oh. Uh, Secretary of Defense. That's nice. We change the title to Minister of Defense? Sure, Minister, sure. yep. Uh, the the head of the President's Council on Sports, Fitness, and Nutrition will go to Shaving Woodley. Uh, <laughs> and Clay will be mandated in every school across the nation. <laughs> breakfast. Finally. Yep. Each, oh. each meal, there will need to be a Clay option. Um, and then finally, the only other uh, the only other one that I've got, um, Surgeon General, got to be Joe Rogan. Oh, oh yeah, of course. 
That's that's buddy. thinker. Yep. Yep. His best buddy. And then it, he's going to be running on the the only other nugget I was able to get. Um, he'll be running on a platform of the the free play doctrine. Oh. <laughs> okay. Now. This thing means here's the perk. You're allowed to get away with one crime per year. You, can, you just declare free play. That's. Cool. You, you might have sold me on that one, Rob. I'm, you say free, your vote. You say free play, and I'm immediately in. I'm right. just imagining Beefcake like driving through like a crowded mall, like running people over, yelling "Free play!" <laughs> <laughs> no, free play. Yeah. It's like, oh, what you gonna do? Man, I, this is a bombshell announcement, though. Yeah, no, this is this is huge. It's, I honestly, he's probably pretty mad at you for kind of like releasing this before he was ready. It makes a lot of sense, actually, Rob. You want to watch your back? Yeah, I mean, he's got powerful friends. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm a journalist. Yeah, so no. You have to take these chances. Right, yeah, right. but the media has already, you know. Uh, it's a witch hunt. <laughs> it's, you, you are currently witch hunting him and have staked I'm the just, final nail in his. I'm just presenting facts. God. Cancel culture casting. <laughs> I wonder if he's shooting cancel culture coffin. I think coffin is better, actually. You think so? I like the second cut syllable, cancel culture, casket, you can get, oh, keep sure, on like, sure. Yeah, yeah. just really nailing it, you know, I like that, yeah. but, all right, you know, all right, beefcake, well, investigation. my investigation came to, it is really actually quite shocking here, so I'd like to take you all really back quickly to the off season. Sure. Um, we all knew Aaron Rodgers took some coursing to come to training camp, right, you know, right. back when, you know, we were sweet summer children, and that was the worst thing that could happen. Um, <laughs> however, when he did, they restructured his deal, and that included several, they called them, I believe, condolences to Rodgers. One of them was obviously bringing Randall Cobb back, you know. Sure. But they're, they're clear that there were other things written into his contract that, um, you know, maybe weren't released to the public. So, let's fast forward to this week, where during the Pat McAfee interview, you saw him very... He, he kept it pretty well hidden, but there were some papers that he was shuffling. Yes. Almost okay. as though he was reading lines oh. from something that was pre-written. Mm -hmm. um, as an owner, I did a little investigating into the building, 1265 Lombardi. I'll be there as well. You had access to the I, Yeah, I will be uh, potentially, you know, when I'm there this weekend, I, I may do a little more sure. sleuthing just to make sure. But uh, I got a... I got, <laughs> I got a hot tip that uh, one Mark Murphy, the okay. president of the Packers, um, may have been given, may have typed that up and given it to Aaron to read on the Pat McAfee show, really? knowing that we would be theoretically trading Aaron after this year, mm -hmm. and this oh was a way for the Packers to quote unquote not piss off fans oh. when they traded. So wow. Aaron gets his out, and the Packers don't look like the bad guy with training. So once again, there's a false flag operation in Green Bay. There may or may not be. I'm going to be doing, like I said, I'll be there this weekend. I sure. will do some additional okay. scouting, um, you know, really grind some film down there in the bowels of, of Lambeau. Yeah. Uh, I imagine just quite like the file cabinet system down there. Yeah. And it's, it's strictly white the glove archives. affair. Strictly white glove affair down there. That's sure, sure, sure. Can't leave any, any sort of fingerprints or anything oh, like I, that. Dust. Um, you pick something up and <laughs> <laughs> The beauty of this too is that uh, I, I also have it on good authority that 
Packers are looking to trade Rodgers to Denver, uh, where nobody cares if you're vaccinated or not because there's a bunch of shitholes over there. Sure. Wow. Wow. And wow. we get Teddy. That's the that's I, the important. I, I think they're one of the most vaccinated teams in the league, actually. I, I mean, the city of Denver. Oh, okay, I got you, I got you. Well, I think it's possible all high. three of these. I wouldn't true. be surprised if they were all, all the connected. puzzle pieces are coming together. Yeah, I mean, this is what we need. We need to bring our minds together and yeah. really make. I, I think we all kind of like massage what we've heard. It's probably another layer. A lot here. to take in. It's probably another layer. We, we're just scratching the surface here. And I think Knowing Rogers, there's probably several more layers. Mm, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what do uh, some of our esteemed guests think of this? Let's get the uh, true crime. For a second, let's hear what uh, Chad from Oshkosh has to say. He's been a more divisive figure, the staunch Rogers supporter on this podcast this year, yes, if I will does. say. Yeah, how does he feel about it? Well, let's, let's take a listen. Hey guys, this is uh, Chad from Oshkosh, and you know what? I've been doing some thinking. Uh, after seeing the display that the Packers put on offensively on Sunday. Here's a list of things that I'd rather sit through or experience than another game like that with Jordan Love um, quarterbacking this offense. All right, here we go. Um, I would rather uh, go to a parenting seminar ran by Adrian Peterson. Oh, number eight, baby. I would rather sit through Bible study with Kirk Cousins yeah. and Paul Allen. Oh, <laughs> solid. Good hit. I would even rather uh, listen to the professor tell me his draft day three running back value picks. <laughs> you could actually learn something. I would rather watch a Brian Urlacher infomercial on hair growth. <laughs> I would rather uh, sit through Brett Favre doing a spelling bee. <laughs> And finally, rather than watch this current version of Jordan Love quarterbacking the Packers offense, I would rather sit through a Lions season ticket holder sales pitch. Yeah, it's that. It's that bad. It's that um, ineffective. So, yeah, I just had a lot on my mind lately. Uh, all right, guys, have a good show. You kind of dodged all the COVID talk there. Yeah, he seems like he's in a dark place. Yeah, I mean, what's the alternative, though, to a club? Yeah. I mean, he didn't mention, yeah, I'd rather have fancy back Rodgers. Yeah. You probably he would. You know him, Chad? I, I mean, it's would. worth mentioning, if Rodgers played, the Packers win that game, right? Mm. We all agree with that. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, that cost him the number one seed. Who knows? Rodgers may have cost himself a bye later, in, later yeah. in the season. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, one person who I think will definitely not avoid it. COVID issues is uh, the full of sausage. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey, Rob with an H, Cake and Professor Yu-Gi-Oh card or whatever your name is now. Full <laughs> sausage here. Uh, sorry, I couldn't be there today. I'm trying to hash things out with my ex-wife, Spanish chorizo, uh, and it's taking up a lot of my time. Uh, I just wanted to call and give my thoughts. Uh, on some recent developments. You know, I've said a lot of bad things about Aaron Rodgers over the years, but I have to give him credit for one once in, uh, in his life, in my life, uh, for him to stand up and be a patriot 
uh, like the rest of us God-fearing Americans. Uh, unlike all of you little prissy boys taking your shots in the arm, Aaron Rodgers knows that you need to do your own research. You need to consult with Joe Rogan. You need to find out what's going to be best for you and your health. Uh, personally, myself, I've been taking ivermectin since the 60s. Now, granted, it's also because I have worms, but I've only gotten COVID maybe two, maybe three times. So it's working for me, it's working for Rogers, uh, and we are standing up for what's right in this country. So you, the listeners, you should do what's right and make sure that you are taking your horse dewormer, you're buying your bullets, and you're staying on the right side of history. Wow. Well, obviously we're going to stay on top of this situation. The investigation will continue. This is only ongoing. Yeah, this is the tip of the iceberg. And uh, stick with Kings of the North to get the latest on this explosive situation. Uh, so with that, that was Kings of the North. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to look ahead. Thank God. Come back with us in Kings. Like, the person who dies, I finally <laughs> find peace. But, 
when the when the lights are on and the Vikings like have a big play in the first half and have a lead, they, right so, every time they're gonna get me back in and be like, no, we can do this. And then yeah. so that's just gonna be how it's gonna be. Horrible cycle. Yeah, right. that's just how that's the world I'm operating right and now. And that's the thing with these Vikings is usually on the like first couple drives they will do like a sweet big play and get a touchdown or something. Yeah, like if, that. if they could just like go down big early, I could just have my Sundays back. But they they won't they won't even do that. How many weeks of anguish? Six, yeah. Seven weeks still? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're three and five, which means there's nine more games. I'm not even halfway through. God, they have so long to play with me. Yeah, I know. It's just oh, that's nine rough. straight weeks of this. Misery. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Seahawks coming to Lambeau. Uh, I'm you know, who else is coming to Lambeau? This guy. Okay. Here's my question, and you can answer personally and then for me. What kind of reception do you think Aaron Rodgers will get, assuming that he plays? I think it'll be a mixed bag. Um, def, I, I would be, I would guess if they do like introduce him and stuff like that, they'll there'll be a smattering of booze for sure. I think I'll be I one think of it'll them. It'll be overwhelmed by cheers and American flags. Yeah, I think yeah, I think DK's right in that like there's gonna be loud reactions in both directions. Yes. Um, like, I don't think anyone's going to be kind of like... I expect to get into a fight this weekend. Really? Yes. Can you stream it? Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, but yeah. Our, only for our pat uh, Patreon con uh, yeah, contributors. Yeah, uh, Beefcake's fight will be uh, a Patreon-only um, hurt. Sure. So if you want to sign up for that, it's uh, patreon.com backslash Kings of the North. The big thing that I'm excited for this weekend is uh, booing two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Uh, it sounds like Russell Wilson will be back. Oh, involved man. This yeah. wow. Russell so Wilson was like matchup. setting up vaccination clinics all across like, the Northwest. Russell Wilson, who has never Not won Wilson. has never won in Lambeau. Well, Ooh. Okay. Well, would you say, I mean, this this might be a little bit of hyperbole, but would you say this is a must win game? Um, It would certainly quiet uh, a lot of the discontent, we'll just say, around. Yourself included. Yeah, let's be honest. Um, I don't know. We we got like a, I think we have like a four game lead in the division right now. Nothing. We're I think we're okay. Um, <laughs> but it would. the strongest. Division. It's 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 certainly a we should win this game kind of thing. Okay. Um, I want to give a little update on my cameo. Ooh. Rob with an H on cameo. All right, all right. I mentioned last week that I was running a, a great offer, ten five uh, percent off. Right, hundred ninety dollars starting like the base price for right. Okay, how old and I've gotten my first uh, no my first cameo. Um, I'm not gonna give out who it is. No, no, it's a say it's a it's a corporate gig. Oh, nice! Wow, and they are going way above and beyond. This is way more than just you know like hey, congratulations, <laughs> happy birthday or anything like that. They've got a whole thing for me to read. Um, so yeah, it's getting up off the ground. I like it. A lot of money coming in. How many words? I mean, you're going to be able to take. Are you going to be able to do the whole thing? That's a you know. I might have to do it in parts. Sure, sure. But, um, but you know, I'll, I'll make it work. I, I I kind of I went through the script a little bit, and it's, some of the stuff is you know I, I'm guessing that it's all kind of like business jargon. Or oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Vocabulary. They're paying you to read it, not to sure understand it. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who am I to say? Yeah. What you want out. Pay your money and read what you say. So, well, like, as, as the um, 
the winner of the mid-season uh, Best Businessman Award. I, I can safely say that, that was self-given, <laughs> by the way. That when the money's on the table, you take it. So I, right. I think you, I don't think you should look twice. It's money talk, right there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I, I am. I have a little concern that like I don't want you to overuse your voice for this gig. Cause you mm. got to save it for mm. for the, the podcast. Our patrons are expecting a high quality performance out of you. You've been fine so far, but just like don't let it affect your performance. I've got the soundboard. You could all rely. I made it through the <laughs> Almost made it. Um, Nugget Watch, 2021. Mm. Take took down 17 Nuggets just today. I, I saw yeah. him. I saw him eat them all. Kick ass. Um, which means you're at 290 Nuggets eaten so far. Which that's not that's not bad. You should feel good about that. I mean, we we moved the goalposts on. Yeah, we 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 cut, we cut so it down to a thousand. You moved the goalposts ahead and then brought them back to the original, like decision. I thought you would have been up for the challenge. I, I, I don't think our, our fact checkers have verified this yet, but um, I mean they were working overtime with just Rogers. <laughs> yeah, we kept them busy. Our fact checker is Bjorn. He's, <laughs> he's, he's up to his still down here on this. Yeah. Um, uh, the pace is seven point three two nuggets per day. 51.24 per week. well. I mean, one eight piece a day? Yeah. Yeah. No if, if you do yeah, $1.49 a day every day until the Super Bowl, you can do it. Challenge accepted. Yeah. You should do something. <laughs> be on the road all weekend. I mean, if you really want this whole Patreon thing to work, you know how there used to be those commercials for, like, uh, you can, like, adopt a, like a kid and, you know, some oh. starving kid or whatever and, like, just for just 40 cents a day. You can like, provide. We get Arms of the Angel going on in the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we produce this? Make this happen? 49 a day. And there's all these little sympathy inducing pictures of you. Yeah. You know, we'll, have to, we'll have to get a photo, a photo shoot going. Most of the pictures on you will be yeah. one way to But very true. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't believe I'm giving these great ideas. Well, like, you're not giving it. You're not giving it away. People are paying for it. That's how it works. I, I just can't believe you didn't think of that idea. Adopting Beefcake. Well, it's it's a team effort. It's not my Patreon. It's the Kings of the North Patreon. Yeah. You gave yourself an award for the Patreon. How come it wasn't all three of us? Well, because I, I started it and I'm I'm holding on to the money, so uh, that makes me this whole thing. the best. Oh, it's not critical thinkers, Aaron. Uh, yeah. Thank God it's over. Yeah, I'm sure next week will be very normal and nothing weird will happen at all. Yes. Well, you'll have to come back with us. All right. So that will wrap things up for the beefcake. Fuck my life. Professor Fuck his life. This is Robert and H. Thanks for joining us.